Sunbolt Saturday preview. It's locked on Sunbelt. You are three, two, one. Sunbolt Saturday Bowl preview. Locked on Sunbelt. You are locked on Sunbelt. Your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first uh, purchase. All right, we're getting this episode recorded before we head off to the Boca Bowl, the Orange. Uh, the one thing, we're previewing all the games so we can get them in. The big story yesterday, after Zeon Chris entered into the transfer portal from the Raging Cajuns, and maybe it was actually today, to be honest with you, um, or I should say yesterday, uh, on, on Thursday, G.J. Kinney from Texas State uh, getting a five-year extension uh, raising his uh, deal to a million dollars. We'll see how much he's, how long he stays, right? They had a record-setting year. They're going to a bowl game. Uh, a lot of how good Texas State is going to be next year is going to be determined if T.J. Finley comes back. He does have a family, so he may need to move on to greener pastures, uh, so to speak. Uh, but if T.J. Finley comes back, Texas State will be your, you know, in the clubhouse, Western Division, you know, preseason pick. If he doesn't, then it's all up for grabs. All right. So congratulations to G.J. Kinney. Uh, congratulations to Texas State. He's sticking around for at least uh, one more year and maybe a couple more years. We'll see if he can get that foundation set before, you know, a Power 5 uh, school comes after him. Kind of like, you know, John Summerall only lasted a couple years at Troy. So we'll see how long G.J. is at. Uh, Texas State. All right, let's preview these ball games again. It is, as far as I'm concerned, it's like Redemption Saturday for the Sun Belt. They have not played particularly well in some of these bowl games. K, uh, App State won, sort of dominated, but had a lot of you know was close, but statistically dominated, but slipped by with a victory. Cajuns, out of all the teams that lost, played the best in a back and forth game against Jacksonville State, but came up short. Uh, and then you had Georgia Southern a no show. And then Marshall with, you know, turnovers and questionable decisions in the second half. And no, Rasheen Ali, who decided, I've had enough, uh, lost. So th there's been all kinds, and ODU, who collapsed. So there's all been all kinds of ways that the teams have lost these ball games outside of App State. Let's see if the five playing on Saturday, and we'll do the Texas State uh, after the weekend, is, you know, can step it up. And represent. Oh, so first up, and we'll try to do these in order of when they are playing. And when you know it, the teams playing in Birmingham and in Montgomery are playing at the exact same time. Troy is taking on Duke in the 76 Birmingham Bowl. And Arkansas State is taking on Northern Illinois uh, in the Camellia Bowl. That is in Montgomery. Let's start it off with the Troy Trojans taking on uh, Duke. Uh, and uh, Vincent has this at seven and a half. Others have it at uh, six and a half. So the big thing is neither head coach is there, right? Mike Elko ended up getting the AM job a while ago. John Summerall, maybe 10 days to two weeks since he's taken the Troy job. Neither one of those guys are there, okay? Uh, the other guy not there for Duke, my guy from Fairhope, Alabama, is Riley Leonard. He went off and took the Notre Dame 
quarterback gig, uh, if you will. All right. Let's see what Vissen says. In terms of transfers and opt-out, Troy has taken advantage in the aspect that only losing leading tackler Jaden McDan- uh, McDonald, who had 75 tackles this year to the transfer portal. However, as we mentioned, Duke will be without a, a slew of defensive guys, uh, plus Riley Leonard. So you got Gunnar Watson. You got Kamani Vidal. You know, you got Troy wanting to kind of show up and show out, right? This is basically a home game for Troy. I mean, how far are we talking about? Is this even an hour? Could it even be an hour? Troy, Alabama. To, what do we say, Birmingham? Oh, maybe it is a little bit longer. To uh, Birmingham. Oh, it is. Oh, it is a little bit longer. It's a couple hours. (laughs) My bad. Uh, All right. Nonetheless, that's closer than Duke. Uh, So this is basically a um, chance to go spend a nice Friday night in Birmingham and uh, enjoy some uh, good food and some restaurants and some nightlife and, you know, be there at noon. This is a quick turnaround uh, for uh, the Troy Trojans. I would look for Troy to win and cover this ball game. Uh, maybe they have something to prove. You could say Duke has something to prove, but they got a, a lot more to try, a lot less to try and prove it with. I would say it's, you know, another Sunbelt team going up against a backup quarterback, but that didn't work for Georgia Southern. It didn't work for ODU. Uh, it did not work for Marshall, right? <laughs> that, that has not gone the way that one would think that it would. and. Uh, but I would think that Troy is going to win this ball game, and I think they are going to, um, you know, just do what they do. Gunnar Watson doesn't make mistakes. Come on in, Vidal eventually wears them down, and the Troy defense uh, kind of smothers Duke uh, in this one uh, with no head coach, no quarterback. It's all new. You know, I'm going with Troy in this one. So Troy takes the. Uh, Birmingham Bowl. All right, let's move on to Arkansas State and uh, Northern Illinois. All right, this is basically a pick 'em. Arkansas, Arkansas State, uh, a minus one favorite. Not much there. Also going on at noon on Saturday. Let's see what Vissen says about. Uh, do we have this one? Well, we want uh, this one because. Um, Again, Arkansas State, just a ton of momentum, if you ask me. They had a tremendous uh, they had a tremendous signing day. Uh, it doesn't feel like I saw that they had too many guys in the transfer portal. Butch Jones got a tremendous quarterback in Josh Flowers. So there is a lot going on for Arkansas State. Um, all pointed in the right direction. And to be honest with you, you know, with Zeon Chris leaving, although Ben Wolders is expected back, Arkansas State may be uh, an interesting pick to win the West next uh, year. All right. So remember, uh, Arkansas State started off really poorly this year, getting outscored. And I know one of them was Oklahoma, but nonetheless, it was 110 to three in the first two ballgames. They go to Jalen Rayner. And they turned things around. 
they came up with a huge win against the uh, Raging Cajuns. Now, in that ball game, they were in control of that ball game. I will say this: this is not like Zion Chris broke his leg and then Arkansas State won. They were in control of the ball game. The one thing Arkansas State they've done a couple of things. They haven't been good recently at bouncing back from big wins, although they've done a good job of bouncing back from big losses, right? They lost 37 to three to Memphis. They come up with a win against Stony Brook 31 to seven. They beat Southern Miss and Matt and UMass. They lose to Troy, but then they lost to Coastal at home. They beat ULM. They beat the Cajuns. Then they lose, uh, lose to South Alabama on the road, 21-14. Game not as close as that score would indicate because the 14, I think the last touchdown was late. And then they hammered Texas State 77-31. I mean, hammered them. And I think they scored like 28 points without the, without the offense on the field. But then they lose to Marshall as Marshall needed it to go to a bowl game, 35-21. So they did a good job of bouncing back, starting out 0-2. At one point in time, winning five of seven ball games, And they got the one more win to go to a, a bowl game. Let's look. Uh, quickly run down what uh, Northern Illinois uh, has done. Let's see here. Northern Illinois started out almost as poorly. They um, won their first ball game against BC 27 to 24, but then lost four in a row. So they were one and four. Talk about turning things around. They won three in a row, including beating the Ohio uh, Bobcats. And they won, they beat West Michigan and Kent state to uh, finish off their regular season to get bowl eligible. So they were one and four. And in fact, they were four and six. They had lost two in a row to Central Michigan and Ball State. And then they rattle off a couple of wins to uh, get into uh, the bowl game. I think I'm still taking Arkansas State in this one. We're going to play Homer uh, in this one. As I think Arkansas State will do enough. It'll be interesting to see how Northern Illinois kind of, you know, plays Jalen Rayner, right? You got to put pressure on him. You got to contain him, but you got to force him to pass. Don't let an Arkansas State run on you because Jalen Rayner, freshman, still has issues trying to go downfield. All right, he's got a great arm, but I would say pressure. If they sit back and let them run, and like the Cajuns, let them run and then not tackle, you're going to get a, you're going to get an Arkansas State victory. Whoops, hit the mic. Sorry. So I'm going to take the Red Wolves. It's minus one. So they're going to, you know, to cover, you got to win. All right. So we will do that uh, as well. All right. Let's take a timeout. When a week come back, we will do uh, James Madison versus Air Force and uh, Georgia State versus uh, Utah State. And we still have Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State. Time to tell you about game time. Worked out well. Shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College 
for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, to create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E. Locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. We're continuing our Sunbelt Saturday Bowl preview. Five Sunbelt teams trying to redeem the conference after starting out one and uh, four in bowl games. All right, so now you got the James Madison Dukes taking on Air Force. Air Force kind of tanked it uh, in the season, right? They have lost four in a row. They got hammered by Army 23-3. to Beat by Hawaii, 27-13. Uh, uh, barely lost to UNLV, uh, 31-27. And a one-score loss to Boise State, 27-19, right? People were like, they're going to the playoff. Uh, they're undefeated. They should be ranked higher. They had the easiest schedule at the time through the first eight ball games. They didn't play anybody. And then when it got a little bit tougher, they lost four times in a row. So... There's that. On the other side of things, as much as we have the arrow pointing up for Arkansas State, things not. I think they like their coach, Bob Chesney, over at JMU a lot, but it feels like Kurt Signetti is taking some transfers, which is kind of shady, right? Going to, going to JMU and bringing them to Indiana, which may be good for the kids. But, you know, kind of pulling a Billy Napier by taking maybe one too many kids from there. And I'm pretty sure Kurt Signetti, being Kurt Signetti, doesn't care what people think because that's kind of Kurt Signetti. But kind of a, I don't want to say a cloud over the program because I'm not sure if, if that's really fair. But that's kind of what we have right now. All right. Because outside of losing on college game day weekend, it was a great season for JMU, right? It was a magical season, right? Undefeated all that time. Game day came, coming to the campus and, you know, trying to get the waiver to play in a possible New Year's Six Day Bowl game. Uh, didn't go their way. A little, seemed like, like a little shenanigans were going in there. But nonetheless, uh, it was a, a great season for James uh, Madison. All right. So this ball game right now, let's see what we got. This is the uh, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, you know, Air Force is your uh, home home team, obviously. JMU only a two and a half point favorite. I'm pretty sure, unless I missed it, Jordan McLeod announced he was going into the transfer portal shortly after Signetti took the job at Indiana but I'm pretty sure he's playing in this bowl game. And if that's the case, we're going with, we're going with uh, JMU. Some other guys uh, have opted out. Obviously no Jalen green, the all American um, defensive lineman, you know, injured early on in the season. Uh, he's not, el not eligible. He's not available to play uh, due to injury. Um, I would look for JMU. Try to stick their chest out here, all right? I, I think and their defense is going to be good, right? This would be the, let's see. 
if Air Force is the kind of team that we think uh, that they are, because it would be interesting the running attack versus the defense. Yeah. So Air Force, one of the better rushing teams in America with over 3,300 yards. And the thing is, there's a bunch of guys. Emmanuel Michael leading the way with 747 yards. But Zach Larrier, the QB, uh, he's got 579. John Lee uh, Eldridge, the third, 527. Uh, so nobody's had this spectacular year, but they all average five and a half. Dylan Carson averages 7.3. Eldridge averages uh, 6.9. And Michael and Larrier uh, average over four yards per carry. So this is going to be a good matchup with the Air Force offense versus the James Madison rushing defense because the James Madison rushing defense, you know, throughout the year has been ridiculously good, <laughs> right? I mean, at one point in time, at one point in time, they were giving up like 40 yards a game. I don't think that's the case anymore. And we probably won't see this um, here on ESPN. No, that only gives up offensive stuff. So, all right. But that it'll be a good matchup. I'm going to take uh, JMU uh, in this one. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's take a timeout and we'll come back and... What do we got? We got Georgia State and Utah State and Coastal Carolina and San Jose State. And we will wrap up the show with those two previews. It is a Sunbelt Saturday Bowl preview here on Locked on Sunbelt. Time to tell you about FanDuel. As the weather gets... It's colder. The NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. Almost forgot the other graphics. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's move on. We have previewed Troy and Duke. We previewed Arkansas State and Northern Illinois. And we previewed James Madison and Air Force, which, again, is a great matchup uh, to see how the defense works versus uh, that offense. All right, meanwhile, we got Blake Anderson taking on another Sunbelt team, the former Arkansas State coach and his Utah State Aggies, taking on Georgia State in the famous Idaho Bowl. And Georgia State is, oddly enough, favored in this ballgame by two and a half. Another Sunbelt team that kind of faded down uh, the stretch. They started out six and one. They beat the Louisiana Raging Cajuns on an interception in the end zone and haven't won since. They got blown out by Georgia Southern, 44-27. Blown out by James Madison, 42-14. Blown out by App State, 42-14. Lost to LSU, 56-14, although hung with them in the first quarter. And lost on a last-second play by Old Dominion, Grant Wilson and his QB sneak, getting the Monarchs into uh, a bowl game. My goodness, that's going in the wrong direction. All right. 
Uh, and now they're going out to Idaho to play it on the Smurf turf against Blake Anderson and Utah State, who has won three of their last four. Ironically enough, the only team they lost to, although it was at home, was Boise State, 45-10. Uh, to 10. They also played James Madison. This was a ball game. James Madison won 45-38. Uh, it was a ball game that James Madison had a huge lead, let it slip away. In fact, they may have tied it up. And James Madison ends up scoring a touchdown late. They also gave Iowa a run for their money, uh, losing to Iowa, who actually put up some points, 24-14. I'm going with, in this case, I'm going with Utah State. I think Georgia State going all the way over to, I think Georgia State going all the way out there compared to Utah State. I think that's going to be an issue. Utah State, uh, you know, Used to the thin air. Uh, Georgia State, not so much. And I'm not sure what the weather is. Should probably should look up what the weather is going to be. But I think in this case, I think Utah State's going to beat Georgia State and cover. Uh, although, again, if you can turn it around, you get that one big ball game, right? And then you get to go into the next three months, two and a half months, three months before spring ball starts, and everybody's happy. Right. Otherwise, otherwise, Georgia State's looking at a, a six-game losing streak. You're going into it, you know. Again, some of these teams, right? We had, well, they all did, right? Uh, the Cajuns, Marshall, ODU. Although they all lost their last game in the bowl game, they all won their last regular season game. So, despite them all losing the last game differently, they won their last regular season game. I mean, are we going back to are we going back to October? The last time Georgia State won? Is that I mean, that could be when Mama Schultz came to visit me. That's a long time ago. Where do we have it here? I do not see a date. Let me see if I can find a date. October 21st. They haven't won in two months. Jeez. All right. So again, you can put all that behind you if you get a win. You lose, now you're on a six-game losing streak, and it makes for a long winter. So good luck to uh, Sean Elliott and company. Uh, In this case, I am picking Utah State, more or less a home game for uh, the Aggies. All right, Coastal Carolina, I mean, (laughs) kind of tough to be upset about going to Hawaii for a week. Easy post, Hawaii Bowl on Saturday. Head coach Tim Beck show, showing uh, the goods, uh, if you will, in a picture that uh, went viral on social media. Good for him. Uh, Coastal Carolina, talk about teams that have been hit by the portal. They have been absolutely crushed by the portal, right? They they lost not one, but two quarterbacks uh, in the portal. With uh, Grayson McCall, of course, hitting the portal. He ended up at NC State. Haven't seen where uh, Jared Guest has gone, but he hit the portal. I think Sam Pickney, the wide receiver, hit the portal. And so you're going with the third-string quarterback, Ethan Vasco, uh, in this ballgame against uh, San Jose State, who I don't think – not sure that they –
have all that much in the portal. San Jose State's favored by double digits. Um, I would be one not to bet against Tim Beck because <clears throat> we may have <laughs> throughout the season. Uh, and so we want to be hesitant when uh, that's the case, but because they've just been underestimated all year. This is another one of those really good in-season coaching jobs, right? They didn't look very good at all to begin the season. All right. Grace McCall looked like a fish out of water. Uh, lost a couple of ball games to the Georgias. They were two and three. In fact, they may have been. Yeah, they were two and three and one and two in the conference. In fact, they were 0 and two in the conference. They were looking at it that way. Uh, and then they rattled off five straight wins. They sort of went back to the Jamie Chadwell offense where they were kind of doing that, you know, RPO triple option deal. And it's just tough to defend. It, it's really hard to defend. Uh, and they and they were able to put some uh, wins together. Unfortunately for them, Grayson McCall got banged up in the Arkansas State ball game. Coastal Carolina would tell you that was a dirty hit, and he never came back. That did not stop Coastal Carolina from winning. They beat Marshall 34-6. to I believe that was in a rainstorm. They beat Old Dominion uh, on the road 28-24. And uh, they handled uh, Texas State. That also may be in a rainstorm, 31-23. They had a little bit of difficulty beating, uh, dealing with Army up north. And then they got routed by James Madison, who kind of probably flexed uh, their muscles a little bit after, you know, not getting the waiver and wanting to bounce back from a loss. Uh, so uh, Coastal Carolina took it on uh, the chin. What is, yeah, you say the line was like 10, 9 and a half. That's a, that's a ton. Well, this says, uh, no, nine, nine and a half. Um, I'm going to take, mm -hmm. this is interesting. So I already did this with South Alabama. I'm going to take San Jose State to win, but I'm going to take Coastal Carolina to cover. All right. Also, by the way, Tim Beck and Coastal Carolina had a really good signing day. So uh, they can be proud of the, of the season that, that they had. Um, you know, I mean, at one point in time, maybe against Texas State, they played like they were down to the fourth string quarterback, right? You know, they uh, and still managed to win that ball game. So uh, good job by Tim Beck and the Chanticleers. It'll be interesting to see who is, you know, top dog next year in the East. One would think, well, we'll see where JMU is. But one would think App with Joy Aguilar. Uh, would be in there. And that's the team right now. That would be the team. We'll see, you know, JMU is going to have a ton of turnover, especially a quarterback. And some of those defenders are going to be gone. Uh, all right. So did I take all the Sunbelt team? Well, I didn't take Georgia state. I took Utah state. Otherwise I took all of the Sunbelt teams to cover. Although I do have San Jose state uh, winning. I have South Alabama winning, but not covering. I'm not sure what that offense is going to look like. That's going to be, I don't happen to think. Craig Stevenson put an article out there about the quarterbacks playing. We'll see if Carter Bradley plays. I didn't get a chance to read the article. I'm sorry, Craig, but it is on AL.com if you guys want to read about it. Um, I would expect that Desmond Trotter is going to get the bulk of it, at least the first portion of the game before they go to Gio Lopez, the youngster. Uh, kind of a, you know, I don't have a problem saying it. Kind of a thank you for Desmond Trotter, you know, being a good soldier, being there 
uh, playing well when they needed them. Had a heck of a ball game in, against Texas State when Carter Bradley went out, didn't give up, got the Jags back in, played a big part in the win last year against Southern Miss. Um, I, I would, I would not have a problem if you know. Forget the whole, you know, best chance to win, which says them in May give you the best chance to win anyway. But it could be a kind of a thank you from Kane Wame for being, a, you know, being there for three years, you know, helping out Carter Bradley when he came in, you know, never. I mean, he had a shot early on in his career, but never could sustain it because of the coaching change and injuries. And so, you know, good job by Desmond Trotter to stick around. And I presume he'll get the start. And I, you go from there, depending how he's playing. You know, I mean, if he's throwing four touchdowns in a ballgame, you got to keep him in there. Maybe sprinkle in a little Gio Lopez uh, as well. And you can get the start of what next season may look like for South Alabama. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to uh, Locked on Sunbelt. Everybody, I will we'll have another one, another episode for Monday. That's Christmas. I guess we could hold off until Tuesday. Um, but we want to, yeah, I mean, we'll hold off. Well, so Monday can be the recap of the bowl games. If you want to see it, great. Uh, and then we'll preview the, uh, the Texas State ball game for uh tuesday uh episode uh, yeah texas day ball game for tuesday's episode uh, as well all right so everybody have a uh, fantastic holiday weekend thank you so much for getting us over uh, a thousand subscribers it continues to grow we'll be at 1100 before you know it and then oh my gosh 2000 um hopefully by next football season all right i'm your host dave schultz you've been watching locked on sunbelt your team every day <laughs>